I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. And we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode 80, as I lean into the microphone here with uh, no modesty at all. Um, I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today we have another special guest. Now, I'm super excited to introduce you to Blanca Cobb. She's an internationally recognized body language expert who's been featured on national television shows such as The Steve Harvey Show, Today Show, Megyn Kelly Today, Dr. Oz, Dr. Drew, CNN, Face the Truth, and The Doctors, to name a few as well as publications around the world, such as Cosmopolitan, Us Weekly, Elite Daily, Business Insider, Elle, Daily Mail, um, and others. Blanca shares her expertise weekly on a CBS affiliate, WFMY News 2, in North Carolina. She's also ranked in the top 30 body language experts worldwide by global gurus. When it comes to corporate America, Blanca's in the relationship business. Her approach to sales is the relationship dynamics between sales professionals and their clients. It's what's said, or it's, sorry, <laughs> it isn't what's said, but what's seen that can either drive or stall the sales process. Don't let the small screen of the virtual world fool you. Nonverbal communication is equally important on video calls and on camera when you're making videos to promote yourself, your products, your services, and your company. Blanca, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Thank you so much, Jeremy. I'm excited to be here. Me too. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited that we get to have this conversation because there's so much to be said for what's not being said. And, <laughs> That's know, a great way of putting it. <laughs> and I think like in, in, in my experience in my world, most of my teams have been virtual. And so um, I'm gonna, I want to dive into the virtual component in a minute. But first, tell the audience... Um, how you got to where you're at and what, what brought you to this space of being a, a body language expert? That is a loaded question, <laughs> but so I will try to condense it as much as I can. So when I was a little girl, I was always studying people, but I didn't really realize what I was doing. So I was an abused little girl. And when you're abused, you pay attention to signs right? Because you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to see if you can avoid what's going to happen. So again, I had no idea what I was doing, but I paid so much attention even to like the changes in tone of voice, footsteps down the hall. Were they soft, kind of happy, or were they more serious and, you know, like, you know, making these really crazy loud sounds because people show their emotions in their body language. So I was very astute to that. And I paid attention to it. So during my childhood, I became very good at watching people and I watched people at a distance. I didn't know how to trust and I didn't trust a lot of people. But what happened over time is I really developed a strong intuition. So let's fast forward from childhood and through adolescence to a graduate school where I got a master's in psychology. And then what ended up happening is I blended the two and I helping profession one, because I have a really strong intuition that is more right than wrong. And I'm really keen at observing people and understanding people 
based on what they're not saying, but what their body is showing. And then with a master's degree in psychology, how the mind works and people's intentions and motivations and what gets people to tick and click. And I've just combined the two and voila, here I am. Wow. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, we actually have similar backgrounds. We'll talk about that another time, but uh, it's interesting how being in a place where you need to pay attention more closely than the average person does. um, Yeah. You know, almost can turn into your superpower. And that's an excellent way of putting it. It, Mm -hmm. And the impact that that can have, right. It's like, for me, uh, I am how I am because of the people that bullied me. And I, not that I want to give them mm. positive credit, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay as much attention to how people act, to how people speak, to the volume of their voice or what makes people tick. So I totally get it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me when you. Oh, just so you know, yeah. because, sorry to interrupt you, no, but I tell different parts of my story at different times. So yeah. that's just like a sliver mm-hmm. of what I went through and a G rated version. <laughs> I have to laugh about it now. You know, that was such a long time ago and I'm yeah. so far removed that sometimes you just can't put a lot of serious to it. Mm. Not because it wasn't serious. Right. It's because if not, you're, you're in that same mental space and it brings you down, you know, mm. that makes sense. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. that even, um, even when you're not going from, uh, you know, a, a, a traumatic experience, I think that that control mm. over your state is so powerful, whether it's in your body language and sales and conversations and all that stuff. So um, I think right. all this stuff translates very effectively um, through multiple phases of life, I guess. So, yeah. So, so tell us about your business and who you typically find yourself helping. All right. So about my business, I do a lot of different things underneath the umbrella, the big umbrella of body language and nonverbal communication. So people who would need my help, anywhere from companies who hire me for their business teams, I'll come in and talk to to HR, different departments within a company, because body language is a a part of a relationship, right? Whether it's a personal relationship, a professional relationship, whether it's with your boss, your colleagues, vendors, potential clients, whomever, It's how to understand people, how to get along better with people. I mean, if you think from a job interview, it's part of a relationship to whether the company decides if you fit into the company culture, because that's part of the relationship within the company. So it's just it's just truly it's tremendous. So I say this because I don't work with like one particular group of individuals. It's just people who have people problems and want to get better at working with people. So it transcends all different areas of business and in life. So I have the business world, the corporate world. I get hired to, to be the keynote, to speak at different meetings annually, you know, association meetings. And then I have people who want to understand people better on an interpersonal level and more in a personal relationship, like people who've been betrayed before in the past. They don't know how to put their heart out because they don't put their heart out there again because they don't want somebody to come and stab it. They weren't well-versed or they missed the signs the first time, so they're scared. How do I know I can trust this next person? So I help people in that way also. And now that everything is virtual, our whole life has pretty much come to a, a, a stop, if you will, back in 2020 because of the coronavirus. Now, everybody's doing what you and I are doing. We're on video. We're talking on video. Yes, it did happen prior to 2020, but I'm just talking about the number of people 
that are now on video has just increased astronomically. And it's not only doing interviews like what you and I are doing, but also filming themselves. They know about video marketing. They need, this is another way. If you can't meet somebody face-to-face, how else can you reach them? You can do it on video and post it, whether you're talking about your company, your products, your services, whatever. This is a, a way of doing it. So I have different areas of how I work with people. And because I have a master's degree, it really puts me in a nice position because I'm on air, which meaning I'm on TV every week and I'm giving people advice on how to make their lives better, happier, richer. Amazing, amazing. So- I want to dive into the nitty gritty here. And first, what mm-hmm. percentage, and I know there's stats that publicly get thrown around, but you're in this space. Yeah. You're an expert in mm-hmm. body language. What percentage of communication is actually nonverbal? That's a fabulous question. And it isn't an easy answer. It just depends on the research study. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's accepted up to like 65%. Wow. And again, it depends on the research study. You're going to find studies that say a little less. You're going to find studies that say more. It depends on what they're studying, but it is a big part of it. So words are important. They absolutely are important, but it's also in how you deliver your message that is important, how forthright you are or how forthright you're not, right. what you're choosing not to share, what you're, how you're choosing to share that information and if you're misleading. So it, it, it's both. They work in conjunction. Okay. You can't have one without the other, actually, even on a telephone call. Right. You can't see somebody's face, but you're listening. You're listening. You're listening to that tone of voice. Are they mad? Are they happy? Do they sound convincing? Do they seem like they believe me or not? So we're always measuring people up. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. When I first started in sales, like I started at a convenience store when I was a kid, but when I started my first Mm -hmm. like sales job was at a call center. And there was two things that I learned that were really, really vital to my success there and going forward. And one Uh was motion brings emotion. So don't sit down the whole time, get up, walk around, which is why I have a standing desk. I'm not standing at the moment, but I should be. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing, you are exactly. (laughs) Uh, The other part is having a mirror in front of you. Mm. Now now we all got webcams in front of us, but Mm -hmm. it's being aware. And so now I find myself like, now I'm looking at you. Now I'm looking at Mm -hmm. me. And Mm -hmm. although it might not be as obvious, I mean, now that I've read on myself out, it is, but (laughs) <laughs> but but I'm but I'm so aware now. But back before there was webcams, we were all looking at a reflection. At call centers, the good reps were sitting there with mirrors in front of them, paying attention to what, how they were behaving and what they were doing. And um, I'll just mention one thing on my end was mm-hmm. uh, when I started doing selfie videos. My yeah. brow is very straight, and I look angry. But oh, now I gotta look. Okay. Right. And, but, so when I started I doing selfie that. videos, I had to pull them up. I'm like. Hey, and it just makes it feel like so much more welcoming. And it was such a little thing, but I realized that I have to naturally, I have to fight against my natural disposition, I guess, uh, in my eyebrows because they don't tell the right story. That's excellent. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are like way up there when it comes to emotional intelligence. To really understand that how somebody perceives you becomes their reality of you, whether it's true or not. Mm. And it's exactly what you did with your eyebrows. And you found a way to compensate for it. And that's brilliant. A lot of people don't do it. They don't realize that they should. And you bring up an an excellent point about the mirrors. We don't look, we don't have mirrors in front of us typically, right? When when there's a mirror, we're looking at ourselves because we're making sure we're looking okay, our hair is nice, whatever, teeth brushed, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. So now when you have a phone and you have a screen, people tend to look at the screen, which is what I'm doing right now. 
But then the person on the other side of the camera feels like you're not giving them eye contact. Right. So that's why you have to really focus in on that camera. And it's weird because you're not looking at eyeballs, right? You're, mm-hmm. For me, I have a green dot that I keep staring at. So yes. although I can see you through my peripheral, with my peripheral vision, I can yeah. see myself. I try not to look at you because I want for your audience to feel like I'm looking at them. You know, I, I actually spent 20 minutes today on a call with somebody else trying to adjust windows so that the guest image could be as close mm-hmm. to center of the camera as possible. So this is as close as I got, but it's pretty close. I yeah. think. It, so, yeah, it looks good. But it, but it, it, it does, it makes all that difference, right? And um, mm-hmm. in, in a world where we are so, I mean, we're, we're behind screens and now we're taking it for granted. Like when the quarantine stuff started, I started wearing a tie because everyone else showed up in t-shirts. And I'm like, hey, yes. easy way to stand out. This is great. But now yes. all you need to do to stand out is actually take 10 seconds and adjust things to make the person on the other side feeling like, feel like you're paying attention to them. So, Absolutely. Right. Although I will say again, you're high up there with that emotional intelligence. You're dressing the part of how you want to be perceived and what your and what your position is. And that is important for everybody. And that's when I have clients who talk about how to, how can I get how can I make the best impression in a virtual interview? It it can come down to dress. It's what people don't realize, just because you're on virtual and it's a different medium, it's no different than if it's face to face. You're not going to walk into a an interview, at least you should, with your pajamas and slippers on. Right. So why show up to a virtual interview with that? Right. Yeah. It's and it's the impact on yourself psychologically, even. Oh yes. Like if I'm oh in a God. suit, you know, full time. Yeah. I, I actually I always <laughs> a little little taller when I've got a tie on, so I should probably just wear one all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, how do you hang out? Or how do you hang out in your pajamas or your, your, you know, your comfy clothes or whatever? You're just chilling. That's right. You're right? more laid back. You are chilling. That's right. With the shoulders rounded, just kind of yeah. like leaning back. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I'm glad you brought this up about dress because how you feel when you're dressed, because there's research to support exactly what you're saying. Mm. When you dress the part, you feel the part, you act the part. And that's critical. Ooh, I like that. My, my dad once gave me advice. He says, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Brilliant. I did, don't have the heart to tell him entrepreneurship is like working from home and not, <laughs> not dressing right. up at all, but you know, but yeah, it's, uh-huh. it, it was great advice that I've definitely taken to heart. So mm-hmm. I want to dig into this ebook that you've created. Tell us about this. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's emotions behind the mask. Mm-hmm. And again, because our whole life we're wearing masks. So when you're wearing masks, what you can see. You can, you can really only see the eyes, the eyebrows, and the forehead. But you're missing so much from the nose all the way to the chin. And this is a lot of information that's being concealed, right? So much you can see from somebody's mouth, whether they're happy, they're yeah. smiling, or they're sad, right? Or they're pissed because of their lips turn into this tight line. What's happening? Jaws. You can't see the jaws twitching. So there's so much you can't see, but you have to focus on this part. And now that even they've changed the rules so much that the guidelines are, even when you have people in your home, you should, you should wear, wear masks. So it's like masks take over. So how is it that you can still connect with somebody non-verbally and read facial expressions correctly? And that is the whole premise of my book is understanding the emotions that you're seeing, the feelings on somebody's face when they're wearing a mask. So I talk about the eyes, the eyebrows and the forehead. Sometimes you need a little more than that. And then I'll talk about body language, right. what the rest of the uh, body's doing. And so you're mm-hmm. talking about the physical masks that we're all, I feel like I should yes. reach and grab one, right? Oh, I can't. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, good. For impact. Yeah, I don't have one handy. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
Exactly. Straight up. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Custom design. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to give me a big smile. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Put it on. Put it on. Yeah. Let's, let's have fun with this. Okay. Give me a big smile. All right. Now don't smile. Aha. All right. This is brilliant. I love this. All right. So when you smiled mm -hmm. and, and it takes people a little bit, so you have to practice with this. What happened is when you smiled, you did lift your, your eyebrows. So I saw that. Yeah. And your cheek muscles pushed up mm. and you couldn't really tell until I asked you not to smile mm -hmm. because you relaxed those cheek muscles, which means they went down and you can really tell the difference. And the critical component when it comes to smiling, if someone does not have Botox mm -hmm. is that the corners of the eyes actually mm -hmm. crinkle. Gotcha. See, my crinkle naturally. I don't know. <laughs> that, oh, the bigger awesome. the smile, though, the more the crinkling. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Ah. Yeah. But it's that subtlety. And I'm so glad you had that mask handy so you could show your viewers. Awesome. I'll, so I'll they get... can see it, it's the subtlety. And that's what you need me for. You don't need a body language expert to tell you there's someone behind you walking towards you with a knife. You don't need me for that. You just don't. It's the subtleties of what I'm talking about. The cheek muscles that are right underneath that mask that went up and down. That tells you how somebody's feeling. Amazing. I'll give a shout out to Jeff Alpa Custom for these custom designed dangerous masks that he's made. Um, there you go. Company here. Since he got on, since he got on camera, you might as well give him a shout out. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, I, I, well and I, I yeah, there's. Just, man, I feel like we could talk for hours here, um, but there's there's so much that that we could dig into and but I want to get really, really specific for a second okay. for people watching this, the audience that is most likely watching this live are entrepreneurs and the audience right. that is most likely um, listening to this on the podcast are actually mm -hmm. people who run sales teams. So if you okay. could give one piece of advice, a tip, something to plant the seed or even highlight the importance of this for them, what would that be? That's a loaded question. So give me a couple seconds here to think sure. about what uh, what points that I think are, are really important. And while, while you're thinking, when it comes, okay, go uh -huh. ahead. I was going to say while you're thinking, um, the the one lesson that people can learn here is you don't always have to have the immediate answer. You can take a minute to think about it from the sales perspective. Oh, yeah. Don't be the person that has an answer to everything. Feel free to think about it and actually try to help people. Just side note. Go ahead. <laughs> So I'm glad I'm modeling that. <laughs> That's how I am. I will take a minute. Yeah. One thing that is really important with nonverbal communication is that people focus so much on the other person. So what is this potential client doing? What are they saying? What are they not doing? What is their body language? Are they listening? Are they not listening? Do they seem to be engaged or not? But here's the deal. You're half of the equation. So that means the vibes that you're putting out, they're picking up on. So unless you're paying attention to your own body language and your own tone of voice and your own voice inflection, then what is it that they're really, what you're really saying that you don't even realize it? What is it that you're really showing your client that they don't need, that you don't even realize it, but it's making an impact on whether they trust you, whether they like you and whether they want to do business with you? Because you have to look at it this way. When it comes to sales, there are millions of sales reps. What distinguishes you? Nine times out of 10, it's the relationship that speaks volumes. It is very rare 
And actually, I can say I've never heard anyone say, you know, I really like doing business with this one person because I hate them so much. I have never heard that ever. So what is that saying? It's the relationship. What is it about the relationship? Use nonverbal communication and body language to your advantage. Get the unfair advantage. Train and body language. It's going to help you. I'll give you another way how it does help and people don't realize it. When it's big ticket sales and you're talking to a couple, sometimes you might have one partner who's really into it and wants to buy and do. Then you have the other one who could care less. How do you handle that situation? And do you know how to pick up on it? That's nonverbal communication. That's body language. Dealing with a person who isn't interested. That's the harder person to work with than the one who's really interested and wants to buy immediately. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the beauty and the magic of what I bring to Zell's teams that it. people normally don't think about. They think it. about the script. I know my script. I know my company. I know my product. Okay, great. That's part of it. It's not the whole package. Right. Wow. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm all fired up now. I try to stay as silent as I could because that's the clip I'm going to use to promote this whole <laughs> this whole part of the episode. Um, no, that, that's, that's phenomenal. And, and I think now more than ever, um, because right, it, it's interesting, this transition of like sales reps who used to go door to door and maybe can't right now and they're moving to Zoom because it's the next best thing. But because right. Zoom and other software, but mainly Zoom, um, is the next best thing, even the people that were telephone only are shifting to Zoom. And so you've got mm. the people where body language was everything moving to a place where they can very easily feel like it's not as significant. And pe people who maybe always took it for granted because they thought that they could you know, sit back, toss the ball in the air and have the sales call like you see on TV um, and close at the same level that they could if they were fully engaged. And it's just not true. And now show up on camera and have to go, uh, yeah, I... Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very interested in helping you, right? You, you've almost got to break those habits. And this is where what you do comes in so powerfully because the, you're right. The relationship is everything. And that relationship yeah. is created by communication. And mm -hmm. if nonverbal is, you know, 60 plus percent, we better get our act together. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. how many times I give this simple example mm -hmm. almost all the time that I talk to people. When you walk by somebody and you're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, mm -hmm, good, fine. But they have that flat affect. Mm -hmm. They say the right words, but they don't have the body language or the voice to support. You know, you know, they're not wanting to talk. They're hiding something. You don't have any skin in the game. So majority of the time you're just like, all right, and you just keep going. Have a good day. Mm. <laughs> and you just keep moving. But that is a very simplistic example. It happens so much. Very frequently that happens. Well, and, and what comes to mind, even other than, you know, making the sales calls and, um, you know, or if you're an entrepreneur making, you know, doing sales, even more so than that, for those of you that are running sales teams, the part that we're missing in this conversation so far is what your reps are telling you when you're trying to help them get better. Mm. Right. What's the body language in that one-on-one -on -one call? What's <laughs> how engaged are they in your feedback? Are they like, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's never on the phones. He can't tell me how to get better. Is it, are they leaning back? Exactly. Like, whatever. Or are they like, tell mm -hmm. me more. I, I, exactly. uh, I, I just came off a call with a guy just before the interview and he's like, mm -hmm. man, how can we do more role plays? I'm like, Whoa, that never happens. Like it, it was phenomenal. No. Right. People want to avoid it. Like the plague, right? Right. When it comes so, to role play. You're on the spot. 
Yeah. And he's like, let's do it. And leaned, leaned in as he said it. And I'm like, he's not messing Mm -hmm. around. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. But I I think that that's potentially even more important because as we're growing teams, if we aren't, aren't being good leaders and being good leaders means having that high level of an emotional intelligence and having that high level of observation and Mm -hmm. managers are even more of a salesperson than the sales reps because they are learning what the salesperson is trying to tell them versus what they're actually telling them. And there's different layers. And I think body language training for managers could be one of the most impactful things in business today. Oh, I totally agree. You can have someone who says the right words, but their body language doesn't match. Their employee's not going to believe it. They're going to get whatever. This guy does not, this guy, this woman does not mean what they're saying to me right now. Mm, I feel like we could write a book together. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. I'm open to the idea. All right. Awesome. I think we can. (laughs) Excellent. Well, look, where can the world find you? Where can our audience, whether they're watching live, they're listening on the podcast, where can they find you online? At Blanca Cobb. So BlancaCobb.com is my website. If you are on, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's Blanca Cobb. I've got a YouTube page, Blanca Cobb, Body Language Expert. And then I'm on Clubhouse. So I don't know how many people know about Clubhouse, but it's this audio. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love Clubhouse. And every everything is at Blanca Cobb. Is that right? There we go. Yep. Awesome. At Blanca Cobb. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then for the ebook, I did get the link. Oh, yes. Tell us the link. So it's ebook.blancacob.com. So that's the that's for the pre-order. Is there a hyphen in ebook or no? No. Okay. It's ebook.blancacob.com. Excellent. And that is under a review right now, making sure that my grammar is correct. I am not an English major. <laughs> what I've learned is that if you can have the words right and the body language right, it doesn't really matter how you write it. You know, that's how I see it. I mean, you and I think a lot alike, uh, but yeah. Love it. I kind of minimize that. that. It's not about perfection. The content is great. It's definitely going to help anybody, but particularly pe- people in sales. You still want to be able to develop rapport with somebody with a mask on. Yeah. People can have different comfort level when it comes to social distancing, when it comes to mask wearing, that use it to your advantage. Get the unfair advantage, I say. Mm, I like it. I like it. In fact, I love it. Awesome. Well, Blanca, thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm going to hold you to that conversation about potentially writing a book together. I'm serious there. All right. Uh, for those of you listening, I'm watching, excellent, excellent. Go to ebook.blancacob.com or follow her on everything at Blancacob. Right. And we will see you right here next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern for Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy Demersion. If you would like your sales team readiness assessment with yours truly, you can book that at salesteamrescue.com and you will catch this replay and other episodes as well as a link to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, right there at salesteamrescue.com. Guys, remember, get uncomfortable, get results, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. 
If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.